the college football experience week zero DFS show on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Oh yeah. Uh, look, you gotta, you gotta check it out. Join today. Sportsgallingpodcast.com slash Patreon at sportsgallingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by game time. Download the game time app to get last minute tickets to the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for $20 off. Actually, I'm sorry. Promo code CFBX. I always forget that we have our own promo here. CFBX. Get on over there, type it in because it's college football season, baby. CFBX for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, we are. And look, download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. All right, when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet, five dollars. All right. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. DFS. What? What is DFS? Come on, people. You know what it is. All right. It's basically fantasy football, but on DFS by our sponsor, DraftKings. Get on over there and check them out. We're going to give away our top lineups, two different slates. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. The season is fucking here, and it's just fantastic. Folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was... It was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Season is here. It's absolutely fantastic. We got games. We got games. Oh, we're going to be breaking them all down. We do this show all year, by the way, in case you weren't with us last year. You're gonna hear or the me. year before, yes. or the year before that. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, folks! I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, farmer, farmer, Herman basketball MVP. Give it up, Renzi Nick in the place to be. There we go. Going on, man. First down. Let's go, baby. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, look, I'm excited. I've already got multiple DFS lineups in. I'm just super, super excited, and uh, you know, kicked the fucking ball off already. Um, you know, I think this year, I think college football fantasy and college football DFS, it's starting to gain some traction and gain popularity. In years past, it's been very niche. You know, a lot of people, you know, they, they, there's too many teams. You know, I, it's, it's just too much. I can't handle it. But I've been seeing on different media outlets, uh, you know, more stuff on Twitter, more websites popping up. I feel like college football DFS and college football season long is gaining popularity. So we've been in here in the trenches for a few years now, and we fucking love it. I mean, we love college football in general. We love picking games. We love doing fantasy DFS. You name it. We're here for you. And there's a shit ton of more weekday games, so we might have to be doing your 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 lunch schedule just filled up, buddy. All right. <laughs> uh, any any I mean, there's a chance tomorrow. Well, uh, let's save it to tomorrow. Let's say there, there's a chance I might have to hit you up about uh, three teams joining the ACC tomorrow. Because I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that the ACC might have three new teams tomorrow. If that happens, expect an emergency pod, folks. This is the DFS pod. Yeah, there we go. This is the DFS pod and we are diving into it. But before we dive into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience week zero DFS pod is brought to you by game time. Yes. Buying your tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. All right. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all things, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's comedy, whether it's theater, Got to use Game Time. They got killer deals on last-minute tickets, and their best price guarantee. <laughs> well, let me tell you, you can stop stressing over your tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. Forget planning months in advance. What's that ever get done for you? All right, uh, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and they have the Game Time guarantee. All right, uh, and this is like a Ric Flair guarantee. This is how fucking great this is. Get this. You'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference, baby. So download the, the Game Time app and snag the tickets without the stress. Create an account. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Terms apply, of course. Once again, create that account. CFBX is that promo code for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Rosso brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, August is almost over. And you know what that means. Time's running out. Get your fantasy football shit together, people. Already, we already got the college football fantasy league going. This weekend, me and NC Nick got our NFL fantasy fantasy draft going. It's that time. All right. And maybe you've done never done best ball, but let me explain. All you gotta do is, you know, it's a lot. One live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You said it, you forget it, and boom, underdog does the rest. Uh, and they have underdog's best ball mania tournament, which you should enter because it's the largest fantasy football contest of all time. $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million to the winner. Let me ask you, do you have what it takes to hop on in and win? Are you going to sit there? Yeah, there you go. The time is now and that window shutting September 7th. Everything, all bets are off folks. Uh, so visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store to sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play, call one eight hundred gambler.
All right, we are back on the college football experience and uh, DFS, DFS, DFS. Shout out, shout out to the chat. Everyone's rocking. GBO Farms rocking. Everyone else rocking. I saw some other talk there. I just can't. I can't answer them all when I'm reading all that gibberish. All right, uh, folks. It's DFS time though. How do you want to break this down, buddy? Which way you want to go first? I might as well start. You know, go chron- chron- chronologically if I can talk. So the uh, the first slate, if you will, is really just two games. It's the two early games. It's Navy Notre Dame. It's UTEP Jacksonville State. So uh, and really, this was just released. Uh, was it? I think it was earlier today or, or late yesterday. So probably even a, 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 it's probably better that way because I tinkered with my main slate. I mean, that came out last week. I had to, way too much time to tinker, to make <laughs> changes, go back and forth. So this slate just came out, like I said, either earlier today or late yesterday. So it's just two games, but I feel pretty good about it. You got again, Navy Notre Dame with an over under of 49 UTEP Jacksonville state with an over under of 54. Let's dive right in quarterbacks. Let's, you got two. let's dive in. Mr. Tinker Taylor soldier spy over there. Uh, <laughs> folks, do you get that reference? That movie? That's a challenge. You put that movie on. I challenge you to make it through that movie that you want to go to sleep. All right. You don't need NyQuil. All right. You don't need put on Tinker Taylor soldier spy well acted. But holy shit, is that this make you fall asleep? Uh, <laughs> and look, folks, we invite you to come play DFS with us. All right, we we will tweet out the links. It's only a couple bucks a contest, more for bragging rights. And feel free to you know use our lineups or or maybe just a portion of our lineups for some bigger stakes games as well. Oh, and the, that the the same very lineups that have hit for thousand dollars multiple times. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Those name. would be the ones. Yeah, there we go. Uh, let's jump on it because yes, I do have two quarterbacks, and I actually like this slate better than my next slate. How about you? Yeah, because I haven't had a chance to to mess around with it too much. Because often your initial reactions tend to be the best. So it'll be curious as to to which ones we go with. But really, with these four teams, I really think only three quarterbacks are are in the discussion. Because I don't think you start Navy's quarterback. Uh, and you're wondering, I mean, you're probably sitting there saying, wait, is, is Tedros really getting the start? I would be paranoid. I'd be paranoid knowing that. Yeah. You, there's no way you, if you're playing Navy's starting quarterback, you're burning money in my opinion. And you want to look at implied totals like Notre Dame has implied total. I mean, Vegas thinks they'll score about 35 points to this game. Navy's all the way down at 15 and UTEP and Jacksonville are, are both hovering around 26, 27. So I didn't roster anybody for Navy. I think it's it's always hard with the triple option teams to try to pinpoint which guy is going to have the most rushing yards, and maybe find the end zone. So I don't know about you, but I steer cleared of Navy completely. Uh, yeah, I did too. All right, <laughs> so I think we're going to share the same two quarterbacks. Personally, I think we're talking Sam Hartman and Zion Webb. No, you went Gavin Hardison. I have Hardison and Zion Webb. You are hating on Hartman. Big time. It's go. It's gonna be raining all day. Why would I want to roster up that? You know what I mean. Navy's defense was top thirty a season ago, too, buddy. Speaking of lineups that won you thousands of dollars, I do believe <laughs> Sam Hartman was in one of those lineups. And he, and when and let me ask you something: Is Dave Clawson on that sidelines? <laughs> all right. 
and neither is A.T. Perry, and <laughs> Donovan Green, and, uh, and Donovan Green, and yeah. uh, Jaquari Roberson, and some of those other Wake Forest yeah. receivers. But all right, well, I mean, we talked about this in the game, and and you know, breaking down the game and and, and picking um, ATS last night. I mean, is the weather really going to be a factor? That's that's the question. And I guess I, we might not know until tomorrow or Saturday. I'm I tend to believe that it's not going to be, but you may want to, you know, look at your lineup, look at your weather app Saturday morning to to yeah. determine. You might want to you might want to Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy that uh, that Sam Hartman play because your Navy's a top thirty defense. I think number I think they were actually thirty first a season ago, if memory serves me correct. But they returned nine on the defensive side of the ball. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You got right, a brand so new offensive coordinator who's never been. I mean, come on. I, I like that there's differences already. So I went, obviously, Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame quarterback. I went Zion Webb, the seventh year quarterback for Jacksonville State, dual threat option. But Colby also goes Gavin Hardison, the UTEP quarterback, who's also been around for forever. Doesn't do anything with his legs, though, but he's a solid quarterback. But I think his upside is somewhat limited. Hang on. He did have one rushing touchdown with his legs a season ago. All right. <laughs> I was talking about a yard out. And to me, when I think about Jacksonville state, if there's one position that I question or one group, it's the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball. And when I look back at Gavin Hardison, I look back at a couple games that stand out to me, a what he did early in the season before he got dinged up because week one last year against North Texas, that was week zero. Actually, he threw for 293 yards and a score. All right. He also had 29 yards rushing on the ground. Not a lawn chair, baby. Um, then the very next week at Oklahoma, he threw for another 244 against the Sooners. Now he he did have negative yards rushing in this game, but uh, then I mean, look at look at Louisiana Tech game, 320 yards. I actually think Jacksonville State's defense is more aligned with Louisiana Tech's <laughs> than a lot of other teams on the schedule. So uh, I see opportunity, and I think he's a much He's cheaper than Sam Hartman. And here's and here's another angle with Hartman. No, we know Notre Dame's defense is fantastic, right? Navy's going to a shotgun. What if they don't score any points? <laughs> have you have you thought about this? Like I'm but, like, what yeah. if this is the disaster and like it's 28 nothing after the first quarter and Hartman gets pulled? I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, the blowout potential is there. That's why it's a 20 point spread. And the other game is a one and a half point spread currently. So, and you're saving what 70, $1,700 or so. So I'm interested in what the rest of your lineup is going to look like considering you're saving those dollars at quarterback. I'll, I'll put it I like this. I got $2,600 just sitting there. Ooh, okay. Collect so, you're the not dust. Really, so it sounds like you could roster Hartman over Hardison because you have the extra money, but you still don't want that sounds like our bourbon side bet right there. Then, yeah, that, there we go. Bring it on. Let's go. Right, Let's go. Right. Uh, that, that's NC Nick's dog, by the way. Shout out to the chat. It's not muddy waters. Yeah. Not available today, but uh, n- you know, the dogs out. are barking. It's a sign, guys. It's a sign. Be on the <laughs> dogs this weekend. <laughs> we both have Zion Webb, though. Jacksonville State starting quarterback. Yes. He's yes. thirty-five years old. He's he knows the ins and outs of the offense. Um. Curious though. Okay, as we jump on over to uh, to the running back position, uh, I'm sure we have a lot of the same players here. Yeah, because I think the top guys were very affordable. Yeah, and I, so that's going to start with Notre Dame's running back, Aldrich Estimi. Yep. 
I'll play 6, that. 6,500. I mean, if you're not playing him, Notre Dame has two tackles. This is another thing with Hartman. They might not need to throw. <laughs> like True. Notre Dame's offensive line is so dominant that even though I'm like, Hey, Navy's bringing back nine. If it's raining, you don't just hand the ball off and watch them just dominate. So I think and if th- this guy stood out last year too. Now last year was more of a time split with uh, with with a Diggs, the guy that transferred down to LSU. Yeah. So he transferred out. So I think Estime is definitely the top dog in the backfield. Uh, if you watch him last year, I think I mean the dude is a a big bruiser. I think he's he's in store. I think for a hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, you got to have him on the roster now. I, I I'm going to hit you with a dilemma that I was faced with in a minute okay. about, about, so let's actually fuck it. Let's talk about it right now. Shout out to Jake Paquin in the chat legend oh, um, man. Uh, web. Anytime t- touchdown minus one fifty. by the way, he's saying, so that's Folks. just rushing touchdown, but that they, does, it's that rich rods offense though. <laughs> It sounds minus one fifty. I, I I would like to see the other players in the same game. Well, uh, let's, and, let me okay. ask you about this next one here. I and you can actually sway me right now because I I was a bit confused here on like what I should do. So remember, Chris Tyree ran for four hundred forty four yards a season ago. He's the backup to uh, to Estime, right? Not really. Well, I mean, he's now the That's, slot back, right? Exactly. I think he's going to be yeah on the field at the same time. He's all, he basically almost kind of moved to receiver. Yeah. He's kind of in like the Eric Metcalf role, right? Yeah. What up lane? Uh, is it worth that? Like, so I, I, I was sitting here. We, I, we know Jacksonville state's got a wide out that's injured, right? So I was like, do I go with Tyree hoping that he gets carries if they're up by a lot? The way I see it, I, I think Tyree is a starter. So I think if they're up by a lot, I think there's going to be carries going to Pain? a backup running yeah. back, whoever that is. Um, now that you mentioned Tyree, I, he is in my roster for 4,800. He's listed as a running back. I think it sounds like he's going to play more receiver this year, but in an offense that's kind of limited with the playmakers on the outside, I yeah. think Tyree can have a nice game catching short passes from Hartman. And I think he's just underpriced at 4,800. All right. You sold me. I'm ditching my guy. Cause that's the thing is rich rod does not pass the ball consistently. I was going with one of his wideouts jointer or joiner. I'm sorry. And I was sitting there like, okay, well, you know, if they just don't commit to passing the ball enough, in my opinion. So you're sitting there saying, okay, well, what are we going to do? Actually, so I'll tell you right now I, I'm loading up big on Notre Dame. Now your point earlier is, is a good point that hopefully they're not up by too much too early <laughs> that I might get screwed. This then is, you might this want is the hardest game, the closer game. This is the hardest game. I was just on a show right before this, this, and I was like a, the guest and they asked me about this game and you can paint like 70 different outcomes here. I'm like the rain, the rule changes, maybe Navy stays in it with 21. Then I'm like, at the same time, Notre Dame's offense is incredible. Like the offensive line is incredible. Yeah. So it's like, I could see them just playing bully ball and benching. And, and another thing is like, if Navy's going to commit to passing the ball, they haven't had accurate passers and Notre Dame's defense has got like really good safeties and corners. So I'm like, I could see pick sixes happening left and right. 
and this game could get really ugly early on. So I'm all over the place with this game. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll stay with Joiner. I'll stay with Joiner. So I'll talk about him in a second. <laughs> all right. So um, I, I've named two of my running backs because Tyree's listed as a running back. I have one more running back. How many do you have? I have two more. All right. Shoot. So uh, yeah, I, I am not going with uh, with uh, you know Tyree. Yeah, Tyree. So folks. That is not happening. I am jumping over and I am riding. Well, I'm going with my the tank Hankins. Let's go. That's right. Play the music. Let's fucking go. This is a no-brainer. I mean, Rich Rod's teams I feel like always give up. Like, what's the knock against Rich Rod? Is normally it's a soft defense, but it's a super fast offense. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, why would you not load up on the the heart of UTEP's uh, offense. I mean, in my season long, I drafted uh, the Tank Hankins because of two things. Ronald Watt has graduated. He was the other running back last year, and Tank Hankins was hurt last year. He said in spring ball, he said he finally feels like himself again. He was banged up last year. That's why he kind of played a complementary role to Watt. So I think he is the lead dog again if he's fully healthy, like he says he is. And I, in uh, our guy, Phil Steele ranks this UTEP offensive line top in the conference USA. So I think the ground game for UTEP is going to get moving on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so wait, those are all your running backs then, huh? Yes. Oh boy. Are you making a mistake? Jacksonville state, huh? $4,200 Malik Jackson. Do you know uh, where he's a transfer from? There's, there's uh, there, uh, I don't have a good feel for the breakdown of the Jacksonville State backfield. Uh, well, I can tell you, Malik Jackson is in year six of college football. <laughs> he transferred over to Rich Rod was his former his former OC two years ago at ULM for his senior season. He's going to Jacksonville State. I'm hearing that he's going to be the starting running back. So that is why I am loading up on the sixth year senior. <laughs> Running back. So, so he's co-starter. The depth chart was just recently released. He's a co-starter with Ron Wiggins. Buddy, Rich Rod's offenses fly. All right, they fly. Get on over there. Get some of that action. They're gonna they're gonna put points up, man. They're gonna put points up in this game. So, uh, it's not a bad play. I just didn't have a good feel between Jackson and Wiggins as who was going to get the most carries between the two, or they, they might be an equal split. I'm going to trust the veteran. All right. Why did he transfer over there? Why? Well, well, Wiggins was there last year and ran for over 450 yards and four touchdowns. So he has familiar familiarity with the system and with rich rod. Well, so does it, it, Yeah. Yeah. I see your point, but for me, uh, you know, not watching much of Jacksonville state last year because they were in the FCS. I stayed away from that backfield. Not me, buddy. Let's go. All right. Let's All right. go. All right. Wide receiver wise. All right. Uh, I think we're probably going to share the same receiver because I think he's by far the top receiver in these two games. He transferred to Texas A&M, played spring ball there, decided, you know what? I like things in El Paso a bit more. That is the a thousand yard receiver from last year. UTEP's Tyron Smith, 6.8 K. Yeah, he went to College Station, and then some old Rebecca said, "Hey, what are you doing?" Thought we had love. All right, he came back to El Paso. He's about to, he's about to kill it. 
I mean, Maybe he saw some of those um, SEC secondaries. Was like, you know what? <laughs> Things aren't too bad in the old CUSA. <laughs> that, or maybe uh, you know, the government did just shut down uh, uh, the Twelfth Man Collective. Maybe, maybe his check bounced. That's right? a that's, that's possible. <laughs> There's a lot so of different outcomes here. Last time we see a star receiver from UTEP, it was Jacob Cowling. He transferred to Arizona, Stunt. and continued yeah. to kill it. And that's exactly what Tyron Smith has been been doing for UTEP. So I think you have to roster him. And it's nice that you have the stack with him and Hardison. I don't have that. Seventy-one catches a season ago, over a thousand yards. Get the guy the ball. All right, get him the ball. Um, yeah. Uh, so we both have him. Okay. Now let's jump on over. So, who's your next wideout then? Notre Dame's top receiver, apparently, for six K. Jaden Thomas, the, uh, the passing game granted, if it's not a downpour should be much improved over last year. He showed flashes last year with bad quarterback play. So I think Jaden Thomas can have a decent game. I'm stacking him with Hartman. Mm, mm, mm. Can I, we might have another bottle of bourbon here. Okay. So Notre Dame in a way is one of these schools that you could argue is tight end you. Sure. Mark Bavaro went to Notre Dame, man. We can go back. Um, Kyle Rudolph. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's what I'm saying. Michael Mayer a year ago. You could just go Irv Smith. Um, they have a brand new tight end, but it's Mitchell Evans, who was their second string tight end a year ago. They they're gonna throw him the ball. Like to me, I actually think Notre Dame's wideouts aren't very good. <laughs> so like I, I actually think like they're they're Best threat is the tight end, or maybe Tyree. Tyree out of the backfield, I can buy into, or you know, at the slot back or slot wide out, whatever you want to say. Um, I'm gonna load up on. Uh, so um, look, he's off. He, he's only 4,600 there, buddy. Just save you some money, or you want to battle this? You want a bottle of bourbon on the line? Uh, sure. I mean, my guy is 6K. So if you feel comfortable still betting it, as far as who's gonna have a better game. I will gladly place that wager with you, buddy. This is a this is a, when's the last time a Notre Dame receiver did shit? All right, <laughs> Tim Brown won the highest <laughs> in '89. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Notre Dame's been just a tight end factory. You're insane. Uh, uh, yeah, done. Battle of Bourbon. Let's go. All right, all right. So I have one guy left. You two, right? Yeah. All right. So I I I did not save any money. I spent every last single dollar. And my last guy is bottom of the barrel, 3K, the cheapest you'll find. I'm going to go Jacksonville State and a guy by the name of Brock Reichsteiner. <laughs> Great name. He was, uh, <laughs> this is my total punt play. I got no idea who this dude is, but he was listed as a co starter alongside your guy, Quentin Lane, who you mentioned earlier. And it sounds like he's listed as a receiver, but will get some time at tight end. So I like the fact that. If he's listed as a co-starter at receiver, when he's not in the game as a receiver, maybe he'll be in the game as a tight end. Mm. It's a total shot in the dark, dart throw. We'll see what Brock Reichsteiner can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you got on that? That's a deep pull. That is, that is. Look, and you know, I could go get your Notre Dame receivers. I have twenty six hundred dollars that are just sitting there. All right. Or, or you could go get Sam Hartman. No, I don't play those games. All right. <laughs> I am going to the former. So we know that uh, PJ Wells is missing the game. Correct. I think so. That sucks by the way, starting wide yeah. out for Jacksonville States out all the more reason to be on the minors. No, no, no. Rich rod, baby. Um, 
I'm going to take a shot on Jamari Joyner. Actually, I mean, shit, I could get their number one. Actually, I think I should go Galbon. He's their number one. Uh, so let's go with Sterling Galbon because I was going to go Joyner, the Arizona transfer, but let's go with Galbon. He was, he's their top receiver from a year ago. And with Wells out, I'm sorry, with Wells out, he's the top receiver from a year ago. So I think they're going to have to focus on him. He may get, you know, doubled, but I don't know. I think Rich Rod's offense is a little too dynamic to really do shit like that. So I will take a shot on uh, their top, their top returning receiver starting this this week. I like it. I feel like our rosters are uh, a mirror of our picks from last night. I was high on Notre Dame. I loaded up with Notre Dame. You were high on Jacksonville State over UTEP. You loaded up on Rich Rod's offense. So uh, I like it. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, All right, Um, folks. Before we get to the second slate of DFS, told you we're just loading up here. Uh, let's talk a little underdog fantasy here. You should get over to underdog fantasy folks, because I know I already did, you know, one of their ad reads, but um, so if you get over there, underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN. You get, you can double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars, right? Well, me and NC Nick have decided to look at some of these props that we like. Um, NC Nick, uh, one that jumped out to me right away was estimate over 85 and a half yards. I just mentioned, I think he's going to break a hundred. So I like that for sure. Yeah. Now he he might have this in the first quarter. (laughs) We have to mention that you have to parlay these. You have to parlay at least two or more to better your odds. Uh, I like that a lot. I, there's a, so I have three here that, that I'm just going to rattle off. Then I'll let, let your, let you tell you, tell the people yours. Okay. Uh, I like Marshawn Lloyd. He's a transfer from South Carolina. Um, I expect him to get a, a rushing touchdown at some point. I think USC is going to, you know, score a ton of points in this game. So at some point they're going to have a rushing touchdown. Now I know he's going to be splitting time with the Stanford transfer Jones, but you don't you don't bring in Marshawn Lloyd from South Carolina without trying to get him some shine. So I'm going to take the over on a half a rushing touchdown. I like that too. You got to figure they're going to score in the 50. So it's like let's say they get you know eight touchdowns. Can their starting running back you know <laughs> get one of the eight touchdowns? Maybe. But USC's implied total is 49 for this game that has. An I like the over on, on that. And over under yeah. 66 and a half. So yeah, Vegas thinks there's gonna be about seven touchdowns by USC. And I would say I think I saw that it was it was it three touchdowns or three and a half touchdowns by Caleb Williams, that over under. Yeah, so I, I would say like three or four of the touchdowns will be passing, and, and then two or three probably will be rushing. So I like Marshawn Lloyd's chances of uh finding pay dirt. Yeah. Okay, and then my third guy, because I'm going with a three, I'm parlaying three. Jacoby Jones is a wide out for the Ohio Bobcats, Ohio big, big play threat. Yeah. And 48 and a half receiving yards. This guy was a strong contributor. Now I know they have a lot of weapons, so it's a little, this one I actually feel is the least one I trust out of the three. But if you look at his game logs, it's kind of a lock. I, I get it. Like San, San Diego state's got good defense. They got a good secondary, but they do. I still feel like 
Oh, this could be one catch. This could yeah, be one catch. Yeah. He's a hit or miss guy. He's a big play threat. So uh, I like your other two plays better, but I think this one could certainly hit as well. So that's, that's what I'm doing. Tell me about your underdog plays. Uh, first thing, Tracy Howard in the chat says, are we going to get updates on your season long fantasy league? Yes, you definitely certainly. will. Tracy. Now remember our week long fantasy doesn't start till week one. So even though there's some players on our teams that play week zero, those, those points won't count. So yeah, stay tuned. You'll hear more about that next week. But uh, I have three plays that I like also. Uh, we'll start with Diego Pavia, the quarterback for New Mexico state. I like over 36 and a half rushing yards. He uh, last year. And so last year he, he, the, the team was kind of platooning two quarterbacks through the first half of the year. Then he kind of took the reins and took charge and was the main guy. In the last six games, he ran for 50 plus yards in five of the six games. Uh, specifically, the game against UMass, who they're playing this weekend, he ran for over 50 yards in that game, and he only played two and a half quarters. So I think Pavia is a dual threat quarterback who's definitely going to get more than 36 and a half yards on the ground. Yeah. I, I, I look, he's a, you know, this guy, first off, uh, shout out to him because I do believe. I might've tweeted something negative about one of his plays last year from the TCE account. And uh, he, I think he told me to go fuck myself, but uh, just blame it on yeah. Noah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, what the hell are you doing uh, <laughs> now? Anyway, uh, look fair. Look, we welcome that. All right. Uh, if anything, that makes me like you more. Diego, right. Call he's us a, out. I think he's a former wrestler that became a, a, a quarterback. He's Gutsy man, and I, he's just the type of guy Jerry Kill wants at quarterback. So I like that. So there you go, there you go. No, <laughs> you right, my, my crazy bastard. Guy, <laughs> uh, receiver for Hawaii, Jonah Pinocchi. If I'm pronouncing that right, if I'm not, sorry. Higher, more than forty-three and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think he's Hawaii's main you know threat as a receiver. I think they're going to be playing from behind against Vanderbilt. They're going to have to pass a lot. Uh, he caught seven catches for 101 yards in the uh, game against Vanderbilt last year. And remember that was game number one with Timmy Chang's offense and game number one, playing with a quarterback shape, uh, Sh- uh, Shager who only played, I think, you know, two thirds yeah. of that game or Brendan something. Shager so, bombs. Let's Shager go. Bombs. <laughs> so I like uh Pinocchi to get over. Uh, what did I say? 56 and a half. No, I'm sorry. 43 and a half yards. Come on. No brainer. Yeah. I think that one's a really good play. Cause I, like I said, I think the floodgates will open. They'll be down by like, I think like late third Vandy's going to get the thing up to like 28, maybe, yeah. you know, 27, something like that. And then Hawaii's just going to be throwing that ball every play. Um, and and last one I'll throw out there. Will Shepard, the wide receiver one for Vandy. Uh, we'll get to this, the, the main slate, but I think the main slate is, is lacking top notch receivers. Uh, like true number ones. I think Sam Wigluth is a true number one for Ohio. And I think Will Shepard is a true number one for Vandy, who is criminally underpriced in DraftKings this slate. I wonder if Colby's rostering him, but I think he's going to have more than 58 and a half receiving yards also. Let's go. Folks, make sure you, t- I'm telling you, Underdog Fantasy has just bargain shopping if you like, if you like DFS stuff, guys. So get on over there and uh, take advantage. Um, 
folks. Uh, look, I want to tell you before we get to our, our night slate or my whole day slate. Um, and I see, I see the chat rolling along talking uh, stuff, but uh, look, I want to tell you that the college football experience DFS show for week zero is brought to you by DraftKings. Yes. We've waited all year long and the time has finally arrived. All right. We've been waiting. How many fucking episodes have I done? I am so <laughs> sick of t- we got we we got college football here and everything that we love that makes college football unique, baby. The traditions, the tailgates, the fight songs, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. So kick off the season. It's DraftKings Sportsbook. Download that app now. Use the promo code SGP. And like I said, take Jacksonville State and boom, bet bet your little five dollars and you get two hundred back. What are you doing? And you oh. and whatever you make, don't bet five dollars. Bet more. All right. But if you only have five dollars, you bet, bet the $5. whatever you can afford. Bet there, responsibly. There, there we go. NC Nick, the responsible one here. Uh, new customers once again can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets in- instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. State-specific responsibility. Gambling resources. Bonus bets expire with seven days within issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.com/dot. I'm uh, sorry. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. There we go. Uh, we're also brought to you by SGP Sports Gambling Podcast. Yes, the Patreon. Make sure to check out our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. The guys just recorded their first sports gambling podcast, stories podcast. Yeah, just for the patrons. Chronicling the the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out their picks for free. The patrons just a great way to support the network and fight back against those scumbags, corporate gamblers. You know those those scumbags. They're the enemy, right? Uh, <laughs> SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/patreon. All right, we are back, and now we're ready to kick ass. And once again, we invite you to come play DFS with us, folks. Uh, NC Nick, give him a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have it going there. Shout out to Jake Pake when it says DK has a hundred percent boost for the Notre yeah. Dame game. You can get uh, Audric anytime at plus one hundred five. Holy get shit! On get that. over get there on right that. now, Jake Pakewin doing the Lord's work. Um, uh. I mean, I love my roster here. Did you tinker as much as I did? I did not tinker. <laughs> I think this, I think this came out last surge. I think it came out like a week ago. So I had way too much time to, uh, to switch players in and out, try to try to, you know, get the optimal lineup. We'll see what happens, but uh, I went two quarterbacks. You, yep. Load it up on two quarterbacks. And the, the main question is, did you go Caleb Williams? Yes. I mean, what the fuck? Look, it's chalky I, as hell, but you have to, no, right? Here's why you have to is USC's defense was ass last year. And get this San Jose State's offense is good. And they return yeah. all five offensive linemen. They're starting yeah. wide out Lockhart, who was a beast at Nevada uh, two years ago. And Kyrie Robinson's back. And Chevin Cordero is a dual threat quarterback that can really keep. That's what's going to be, a, you know, 
we expect USC to, to beat the piss out of them. Right. Even though we're taking the 31, but the more fascinating thing is like, we're going to be studying USC's defense because let's say USC wins 56 to 31. The giving up 31 to San Jose State, I think, would be a telltale sign that they might have some issues with Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Jaden Delora. Yeah. If that comes true, I think that means you're going to get Caleb Williams for at least three and a half quarters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you need. Got a so little of He has the highest ceiling on the slate by a mile. Yes, his ownership will be through the roof. But if you don't roster him, you're missing out on on potentially a just, you know, a, a boatload of fancy points. So I have him as well. Gotta load up on him. Uh okay, well, who's your other quarterback then, buddy? Do you have to ask? Oh, buddy. My guy Rourke. Look, Rourke. Curtis Rourke, five point five K. I know, you know, the knocks against him. Is he completely healthy? They're on the road up against a top twenty defense from a year ago. I get all that, but that's why he's only priced at five point five K. And if you look at his season a year ago, throw out the the P five games. He didn't have great fantasy performances against Iowa State or Penn State. Put those throw those out and throw out the Ball State game where he got hurt and didn't finish a game. He averaged thirty three point two fantasy points per game against the other nine opponents, all the G five opponents. You know what that average is? 33.2. That's exactly Caleb Williams average last year for all the games he played. So I get why you might be scared to take him, but he's my guy. I'm a Bobcat fan. You know, I'm going with rework for 5.5. I heard there's a shot. We could see the backup though. Some no, I I heard he's hundred percent full go. He's, he's done everything in fall camp. He's, you know, where'd you hear that? I heard that. Well, well, I, I have yeah. not. As far as I've heard, it's full steam ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's uh, that's a play that could really hit for you. Okay. Noah says he heard a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. But I went with uh, the other side of that game, Jalen Maiden, Iron Maiden. Uh, yeah, Jalen, Jalen Iron Maiden, baby. Uh. <laughs> Look, this is a guy they're shifting to the air raid offense, right? He's from, he played high school ball in Texas. He knows the air raid offense. All right. Uh, that's impossible not to, but uh, look, if you look at what he did in this, uh, like, this is a guy that I feel like, okay, we know air force had the best defense in the nation, right? But if you take out that game, the bowl game, the last time we saw him, he threw for 309 yards, two touchdowns, 26 yards on the ground. Now, I did throw a couple picks, but I still think this guy, you look, go back and look at New Mexico, who has a decent defense, might I add. Uh, they gave up 200, or he threw for 280 yards, two scores, and a pick, and also had what, like 40 yards on the ground. He's dual threat. He has like three or four games from a season ago where, you know, they, he rushed for, for 45 yards or more. So, I just think uh, you want to talk about fake stats, buddy. I don't buy into this Ohio defense being good. I well, watched- they weren't good. They were not good against the pass last year. I want to say I mentioned it in our pod last night. 126 in the country, I think. Do I need to bring back? I remember watching this game against Fordham last year. Right? They beat Fordham 59 to 52. Right? Fordham 
put up 52 points, <laughs> right? Hey, that and quarterback's playing for the Washington Redskins right he now. He is, he is, but he also threw for 503 yards and six <laughs> touchdowns. Six touchdowns, 503 yards. I'm sorry. I have zero faith in the Bobcat defense. I understand they got better in match and play, but you know what else happens in match and play? Uh, cold ass weather, right? And you're uh, playing against other Mac teams. Yes. <laughs> you're going up against San Diego state. Get the fuck out of here. I'm loading up with Jaden like Maiden, 5,900 Jaden iron maiden, baby. Are you a little concerned first game in a brand new offense? Uh, not, not really a, a pass happy offense. I was about to say, if you went, if you played quarterback in high school in Texas, I feel like, you know, the air raid. So I like, I like the play because there's some bad defenses in the slate and Ohio's is one of them. And if, if I'm, t- if I'm making one knock on my team is that I don't have any San Diego state Aztecs in general, I'm not high on San Diego state. And I did have some question marks, how, how that offense is going to perform game one. But what uh, maiden's price is only like what, like 5.9 K or something. So yeah. it's only, it's still dirt cheap, only a couple hundred dollars more than rework. So I like the play, but if you want to go another side bet, I'm game. Yeah. You Let's know why? You know why? Cause San Diego state's defense is still fucking phenomenal. Bring it on buddy. Okay. All right. What did, what? Let's, so. let's take a look at this Ohio. I want to see Ohio, Iowa state stats from a season ago. Not, not, it's not pretty. Well, cause I would say San Diego state's defense is more aligned with Iowa states, I, I, but San Diego, so San Diego state's defense, they returned six starters, I believe. And four of those starters is in the secondary. They still got that Rocky long guy, dude. Like that guy is a f- very good defensive coordinator. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but I trust those guys. I trust those guys. Uh, Rourke was 20 of 33, a buck 94, a touchdown and two interceptions in that game. Bring it on. Get okay. your little bourbon, get your little bourbon ready. This Ohio Bobcat. All right. We got, we got, we got three side bets already. Moving on. I only have two running backs in the slate. How about you? Uh, three. Okay. Any of the guys from USC? No, me neither. Okay. Which is kind of surprising because they all have high upside. My problem with Austin Jones or Marshawn Lloyd is that they're the two most expensive running backs on the slate. And we're not sure what the touches is going to be between them. And if USC goes up big, I think we might see their third stringer, Quentin Joyner, who is the fourth highest running back on the slate. So I steer clear of the USC backfield. Yes. Uh, if anything, I went to a guy from Southern California that probably never got an offer from USC. And that is Kyrie Robinson in that very game playing his boys. Uh, I mean, you know, he split time last season. He's the full beast. Now, you know, he's, he's getting a hundred percent. I, I, I got an opportunity to interview Brent Brennan and he was talking about the steps that he made. This is a guy against, against uh, Wyoming who had a pretty good run defense a year ago. He had over a hundred yards. If he gets the carries, check this out. He only had two games with more than 13 carries a season ago. Guess what he did 20 for 102, 5.1 yards of rush, a touchdown, a catch out of the backfield against Wyoming who has a good defense. And then 24 rushes for 148 yards, 6.2 yards, a rush, a touchdown, a catch buddy. They're going to give him a strong dosage. 
And I USC the way they played defense last year, they better they better have a few things figured out. I like it. It's a, it's a good play. I mean, I worry about game script a little bit. If San Jose State is down big, they might have to pass more, abandon the run game. But he is their main guy. And what's his price tag? Was like He's sitting at point fifty nine hundred. That's a fair. That's a good price for him too. So I won't. I don't have any problems with that. Good play. Um, my top running back is from Bowie, Maryland. We have <laughs> oh. we have. Fam in Bowie, Maryland. Yeah, we've been and shit hammered me, there. We have. For <laughs> me, it's it's a volume play. I went see a Bangura for seven point two k. The Ohio Bobcat running back. I, <laughs> this I, guy. I, this going, guy dude. is just leaning into. He he thinks the Aztec defense is dog shit. So their front seven, they only have two two returning starters from their front seven. So I do think Ohio is going to find a little bit of success on the ground. And I know one thing is that Bangura is the main guy. And that's what I don't have with any of the USC running backs. So I had the money to spend up on Bangura. I mean, look, Ohio's offense flew a season ago. But the question I think the real question, and this is gonna make or break your uh your uh your, your team essentially, is that is it gonna be It's a uh, fair point because yeah. it's not the best matchup. I agree. Um well, let's go to the other side of this coin. You know, there is a team switching to the air raid, right? But there's Kenny something State. there's something I refuse to believe. <laughs> I refuse to believe that they're just going to ditch this rushing attack with stud running backs. All right. Now I did struggle a little bit, and I am a little nervous about which ones get. I think Keenan Christian's going to get the start, so I leaned Christian. But I think there's value in, in him or Armstead, and I still think, as much as they're going air raid, I think their advantage against Ohio is. The run game. That the, if they're going to win this game, it's going to be Ohio's shit defense. Now that was uh, their run defense was better than their pass defense, but I'm loading up for 5600 on uh, on Keenan Christian. So I tell you that according to DraftKings and their notes for the players, Cam Davis was named the starting running back ahead of Keenan Christian and Martin Blake. Holy shit! They're going wow. The third string back from a season I, ago. That's why I steered clear to this backfield. Cause I think all three of those guys are going to get touches. I don't even know if it matters who starts. I think, I think they're going to platoon those guys in and, and all three of them might have like 10 carries each. So I didn't roster any Aztec running backs. I'm still going Christian. I'm not buying it. He's from San Diego, California. He's a fifth year senior. You're telling me they're going to go with these youngsters over the fucking senior. I don't know, but maybe <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes me think, may, let me see what else that. Cause I don't have any, I have $5,600. I have a, I have a nice running back at 5,400. Let me make a, a, you a case for him. Okay. I want to go with LaTeX Charvis Thornton because we do know with LaTeX that Crosby and Shelton are out, which basically just leaves Charvis Thornton. LaTeX ran for 184 yards and four touchdowns in the game against FIU last year, Thornton as a, in a backup role in that game had 12 for 53 in a touchdown. So I think the more touches, I think he's going to do well with them. And I think he has a chance for, you know, 80 plus yards. And I think he'll probably find the end zone once too. So I'm going to go Charvis Thornton for 5.4. Oh man. I think we might dude. They got to start Keenan Christian. This guy's a USC transfer. <laughs> I, the last time he got 10 carries in a game, right? 10 carries, 102 yards, right? Against New Mexico, which has a good defense. They're a top 50 defense. 
No, I'm dying hard like Bruce Willis. I'm going Keenan Christian. I think Jalen Armstead is the other guy that's I know, still that's, in the mix there That's too. what I thought. I thought it was going to be. So you're telling me, but both Christian is the the veteran of the of the of. I don't know. It's a bit. That's going to be. Yeah, interesting. I mean, both Christian and Armstead got more carries than Davis last year, but all three of them return. That's why I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going on in that backfield. I don't want any parts of it. How does Brady Hoke fuck this up? I'm still, but dude, <laughs> either way, it's an air raid running back. Trust, lot, hey, yeah. trust, trust your eyes. Trust what you've seen on the field. Uh, okay, and then uh, so I only hmm. had two running backs. Do you have one more? Um, hang on, sorry, I just exited out of my my lineup. Um, I do, I do. Um, I am taking you to <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Where for thirty seven hundred dollars you can load up on the starting running back of the Commodores. Uh and I'm drawing a blank on his first name right now, but his last name's Alexander. Um is this guy a freshman? Is he a freshman? No, so the so again, so Patrick Smith is I think the starter. And he's he's five point one K for Vandy. But I think he's gonna be part of a rotation too. So who who'd you mention? Alexander is who I went with. I'm drawing a blank on his first name here. Not Gillespie, who is for 4.6 K. You're talking about Cedric Alexander. Cedric, yes. I don't know anything about him, but I think he's going to be one of the guys in the mix. Buddy, this game's going to get out of hand. They're going to hand the ball off. Get. We should. I should probably roster all three to tell you the truth. Vanderbilt ran for over 400 against Hawaii <laughs> last year. We should probably now, granted, a, a good, decent chunk of that was the quarterback last year. Who was the, the dual threat. He ran yeah. for the thing like 150, but still they ran all over uh, Hawaii yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. To Noah's point, I like Tylen Hines also the Hawaii running back, but again, I'm, I'm a little worried about game game script. If they get from behind, cause, cause he didn't do much through the air last year. Uh, I like Hines as a, as a running back, but I'm worried if they get down, if they, if he doesn't see that many touches. Uh, yeah. Okay. Look, my receivers are just going to destroy yours too. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Um, everyone's going to load up. I think on Dorian singer, Brendan rice. You see what he did in that bowl game against Tulane? Uh, yeah. Uh, six for one seventy four, two touchdowns, huh? He's the son of Jerry Rice, who's the greatest receiver of all time, arguably. I will load up on Brendan Rice at sixty-two hundred. Play the music. I'm with you. Let's go. All right. But before we go too far, I also have Dorian Singer for seven point seven k. Woo! Double stack the Trojan receivers with Caleb Williams. Loading up on them. Uh, they have like four or five good wideouts. That's the only scary Taj thing. Washington yeah. and who's the other guy? Uh, Mario Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my my highest price receiver is a guy named Sam Wigloos. This guy's a fucking legend. Former Ohio State wideout for the Ohio right. Bobcats, taking on San Diego State. Look, I don't think San Diego State is going to completely shut down the Ohio Bobcat offense. I think they'll do a decent job shutting them down. Wigloos, seventy one hundred. There's no way you can lose when you have Sam Wigley's on your roster. <laughs> I'm glad you got a Bobcat in there. I didn't take him, but you know, I'm a fan. We, we talked about him a lot last year and uh, he's a baller. Uh, you know what I thought about doing though? Fuck. Actually, hold on. Let me see something. Cause you could, 
go with, Oh man, actually no. Okay. I'll go Wigloos and then I'm going to drop my, so I was originally going to go with Cyrus Allen for Louisiana tech, right? Sure. Cause you look at it and say, Trey Harris is off to Ole Miss smoke. Right. Harris is going to get all the attention from Mike McIntyre's a defensive coach. He's going to go after uh smoke Harris and Cyrus Allen could have a gigantic day. Sure. But the more I think about it and Cyrus Allen's 5,700, I'm going cheaper. Do you not have Will Shepard for 5k? I don't really. I, I mean, he's going to be highly owned, but Will Shepard's a baller. I mean, he had what 60 for seven, 60 catches for over 775 yards, nine touchdowns last year. He's a true number one for only 5k that this is, like I said earlier, when I was talking about um, the other uh, segment was that he is the most underpriced guy on the whole slate. Uh, yeah, I, that game could get ugly though, man. You got to worry about that angle and that too. Um, you know, Last actually, year against why he only had three catches for 39 yards, but he had two touchdowns in the game against Hawaii last year. Okay. Okay. What are you saying? What well, do you, no, got? You, you know who I, I, I think I actually already thought like this when I made my lineup yesterday, I want Justin Lockhart, but he's questionable. So that's why I think I went, went with Wigloos is mm-hmm. the fact that uh, he's questionable. I need to know if he's playing, but Justin Lockhart's the starting receiver for San Jose State. He was very good at Nevada a couple of years ago. I expect a lot of points in that game, but with him being questionable, I guess I got to go back to uh, got to go back to the well, Cyrus Allen. I like the play of Cyrus Allen. I, I, he's been he was a, a big play threat last year. Not a ton of catches, but I mean, I think he averaged almost like twenty yards per catch last year or something. So I like the play. There we go. We even got Donnie Trump in the chat. Apparently, huh? look at that. Look at that. You bastard! You, dest- you destroyed the USFL. <laughs> Crazy bastard! All right. I only got one yeah. guy left. How about you? Wait, I thought I gave away my whole team. Oh, uh, no? did you? Yeah. All right. Well, I got one guy left. Okay. Who's your one guy left? Uh, again, I I, I think I only had a hundred dollars left over here. So this is bottom of the barrel. Three K. Another complete. You know, dart throw. I had to really do my research on this guy. His name is Eric Rivers. He's $3,000. He's a receiver for FIU. He's actually a transfer from Memphis where he, he got switched to DB last year. Didn't like it. Said, no, I'm a receiver. So he transferred to Mike McIntyre. And uh, apparently the, the offensive coordinator said he has been the top receiver in fall camp this year. We know Tyrese chambers, the, their best receiver from last year is a a Maryland uh, Terrapin. So somebody has got to catch some balls. For like FIU, it. so I'm going to take a, a shot at Eric Rivers. That is why you listen to the College Football Experience DFS show, folks. And that is our show, folks. Boom. We invite you. We invite you. Give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And remember, NC Nick is going to be tweeting this out, but we'll retweet it from. Make sure you tag at TCE on SGPN, Nick. But yeah, uh, uh, Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. So give them a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. You'll see it there. We invite you. It's been fun. It's been fun. Shout out to the chat. That's been rocking around, rocking along. I almost said rocking wrong, right? <laughs> rocking along. Um, and this is just the beginning, folks. Hey, also, uh, what's up? Our three side, our three side bets, so we don't forget them. It is um, Iron Maiden against Rourke. <laughs> against Rourke. Yeah. All right. Uh, the first game, it's Hartman 
versus against, Hardison. Oh, that's that's that sounds like a movie. <laughs> Hartman versus Hardison. It's like a law. That's a a, a, a case a in law a, firm. A, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what was the third one in the uh, in the first game? Oh, who was that? Oh no, it was the it was the Notre Dame tight end against the Notre Dame receiver. There you go. Yeah. Boom. I got you. You're you're done. Jake Pagan says you sticking you sticking to this time each week once Thursday night football kicks off. Can't promise that. Well, it'll be on Thursdays. It'll either be at this at this time or Thursday morning. So So, so the thing is, Jake, is that we want to watch the Thursday night games too, especially if there's good ones. <laughs> yes. So, so we might try to pump them out during the day. Well, we'll see. It's it's a it's a fluid situation. <laughs> but the, the, they should be available by the time on Thursday night. All right. So, uh, folks, also remember to uh, check out the college football experience, breaking down all 133 teams. So get on over there and check out all your teams. Uh, the FCS college football experience. All right. Get over there. We're breaking down tomorrow night. We got the final conference of Missouri Valley scheduled to go live at, uh, at 5 PM Pacific. So check us out there, all other team previews. And then Saturday morning, folks, Saturday morning, I will be live an hour before that Notre Dame game kicks at what 1130 Pacific at 1030 Pacific pick Dundee will be live. Terrell Furman jr. Joining the, joining the party. And then later Saturday night. Oh, you don't think I'm going to do a reaction show for Saturday night or for Saturday's seven game. Well, the FCS th- 10 game slate. Fuck you. All right, here we're going. We got a little, we got a little reaction show going. I don't care. I'll give the, I don't care. Like, why would I? I've heard people talk about this. Well, are you going to do a reaction show for UMass and New Mexico state? Cause I love New UMass and New Mexico state. All right. Who and Reese Poffenberger. Oh, so lifetime ban. Someone here at the SGPN studios. No, um, okay, maybe not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, let's ban them too. Fuck it. Uh, folks, um, give us a follow subscribe youtube.com. You can watch all this youtube.com slash the college experience. We're just getting started and get this starting next week. Pick Dundee every live five days a week at oh, noon. Man. Noon kickoff. All right, because that is college football. So Monday at noon, Tuesday at noon, Wednesday at noon, Thursday at noon, Friday at noon. That's a, that's what that means. Um, so make sure you check all that stuff out. We'll be talking college football each and every day. Uh, you've spied on the on the Vanderbilt end zone. It's not finished, says the Chinese. We got the Chinese spy balloon in here too. Things are going good, baby. We and Johnny sh- Trump. Oh my goodness. You know where it is? You remember the Chinese spy balloon got shot down in Conway, South Carolina, right? Yeah. I I got word that I was really Grayson McCall threw a football and took that thing down. All right. True story. <laughs> Folks, subscribe to the college football experience. We're just getting started. See you Saturday for the morning show, Saturday night reaction show, and see you tomorrow night for the FCS action. All right. I'm on VEASAN tonight too. So check out VEASAN. This is the college football experience week zero DFS show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.